You are listening to the Pork Pals Podcast with Peter, Donna Marie and Maeve. Let's go fishing for gossip, people. Hi, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of the Pork Pals Podcast. I am joined, as always, by Maeve and Donna Marie. How are we this week? Oh, doing great this week. Got to put up my Halloween decorations, so I'm happy you. I'm good. I'm good. I was out last night and I know it's the big, cool, crisp air. It's definitely, it smelled like Halloween. Do you know what that is when you say it smells like Halloween? Fireworks. Yeah. yeah. And it's, the it's, people lighting their fires. The yeah, it's, it's, yeah. It's, it's chimney smoke and gunpowder residue from fireworks. Yeah. <laughs> and I That's say that exactly the smell Halloween. Yeah, I say that to my kids. I'm like, it smells like Halloween. And they're like, what does that mean? And I was like, is that because like there's not as many fires lighting today as there was when we were growing up? That they yes. just don't, they just have no idea. Yeah, it's like, and we notice it more. It's it's like when you, you know, as a non-smoker, like, I mean, we vape, but we don't smoke anymore. And you walk into a room, you can instantly tell if someone's been smoking in that room in the last half hour. You're more sensitive to it because your air is usually clean. It's the same with fires. As soon as you step out, you can smell a fire because it's so it's such a rare thing these days that it's it's just so prevalent in the air. And not to sound like a fucking uh, whinge bag or anything. I mean, I'm but you are gonna sound one like you know. Yeah, you <laughs> like I'm from Dublin. I grew up with like bonfires and fireworks and shit like that. But living down here, that doesn't happen. Like we don't have them. Um, bonfires for sure and the only time we have bangers not even bangers they do fireworks at Christmas there's a lot of Polish that live around here so they do massive uh, fireworks Christmas Eve and New Year's Eve so that's always nice to bring the kids out to see but I don't know over the last couple of weeks there seems to be a certain apartment block in the estate that have bangers and they uh, have, are they screechers or screamers? Them screamers, fuckers. screamers, yeah. the mini rockets, the screamers. But they're pointing them at houses. Like they're not holding them up in the fucking air and just being annoying. They're pointing them at people's gaffes. Yeah, this this is a new thing. This whole pointing fireworks at houses. And cars. Is, and cars. It's definitely a new thing. When we wanted to annoy people when we were younger, we used to go walk up a lane between two houses and what we do is we put a banger inside a milk bottle. Yeah. And that shit sounded like a fucking... That like shit what? sounded like the house was exploding. Yeah. Echo. But yeah, I don't know. It's the same now from the same uh, side of the SJ. There's kids and they don't knock at your door. They don't knick-knack at the door. They come up and they kick the door. So I'm here the other day and next of all, Killian's like to me, Man, they're kicking the door. Well, if you'd have heard me, like Ken was in work and he actually texted me and he's like, What the fuck are you doing? He was watching me on the ring doorbell. I was out there. <laughs> they were only about six or seven. I was like, see you. I'll break your fucking legs if you're gonna hear that door again. The two kids were fucking white as ghosts. Like, I mean, the two of the blood just drained out of two of their faces and they were just stood there. I I don't know how they didn't piss ourselves. But I was like, oh, I can't deal with this. I cannot deal with this carry on. 
the sort of carry on I used to get up to when I lived in Dublin. Yeah, but we <laughs> used to knickknack. Yeah, you'd knock, knock, run away. Yeah, yeah, we used to knickknack. We'd knock on the door and you'd leg it. And sometimes you'd get, like, when I think about it now, it was so bad. Like, Elfalas used to come out on their bike, on their push bike, chasing us down the road. But it was a bit of fun. Like, we ran away. We weren't brazen. Now I feel they'd actually kick the shit out of the poor old man if he came out of his house. 100%. And they're kicking the doors. And look, when we knickknacked when we were kids, you know, you, you knew who you could knickknack on. And then you knew who you shouldn't knickknack on because this person would chase you. Yeah. And if you took the risk, which we did quite often, we said, fuck it, let's just do it. Who's going to be the mad yeah, bastard? you take a chase. There was twice in my childhood where that man caught us and bet the fucking bollocks elves. Bet him. Bet them. Didn't give a shit. And then he just went home. Battered, yeah. like. You can't do that nowadays. Why fucking battered somebody's child for knocking on my door in prison? When we were kids, the neighbour was allowed to batter the bollocks area in your yeah. mouth. That, that was the equivalent <laughs> of our running of the bulls. You knocked on the door. If you fucking got caught and gored by the bull that came out, well, it's your tough shit. You asked yeah. for that. You wanted it. You wanted the adrenaline rush. And yeah. that's what you fucking got. But now they be in, the home, cops would be down at Pal's door now locking them up. When you went home and you told your ma you were after getting battered by fucking Peter down the road, your ma beat you then for knocking on his door and deserving it. Exactly. So. And then go down to him saying, now anytime they do that, you feel free to beat the shite out of them. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you get. You get they get free license then to do it. <laughs> Man, I don't know. Were we better were we better off in those times? Yes. The 80s yeah. and 90s were much yeah. better. Yeah. But, so look, anyway, yeah. we're getting off track here. We're way off track. This is not, a, this is not a retro life in Dublin podcast. This is the yeah. Park Pals podcast. And we have a Below Deck episode, Below Deck Med to talk about. Although, personally, I think we'd be better off talking about retro stuff this week because... Not a great episode. No. Let's, let's be straight. And I don't know if it's because we're so used to the double episodes where out of the 80 minutes, there is 40 minutes of stuff happening. But like <sighs> this episode, it just... The only thing I took away from it was a set of titties being rammed in everyone's face and then the fucking battle of the titties at the end between Natalia and Toomey. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what? What? What is going on there? Don't like I this, mean, last year, I would have said Natalia was you know picked on a little bit by Natasha and Kyle and I was looking forward to seeing her this year and I was looking forward to seeing Kyle without Natasha without his head stuck up Natasha's arse and I was so excited to see Toomey but I don't know like is this like just very clear what happened here this is this is this is very straightforward what happened here so Toomey rocks in, she's a day late or a charter late and knows that Natalia's been the chief stew. So she has to command our area again. The other point that's going into this is she spent time with Kyle, who obviously gave her yes. the 411 on yeah. fucking Natalia, or at least his opinion on it. So straight away, instead of being an open-minded person and saying, well, I wasn't with her, I don't know her, I, I have no beef with her. She went in with preconceived notions that Natalia is XYZ personality and I need to stomp that shit out instead of just seeing how well she gels with her as a person. 
So she has changed, Toomey has changed herself to go along with Kyle's fucking opinion. Yeah, which is not very professional. Listen, don't get me wrong, we've all had managers who have judged and been small-minded. But I don't know, she should have gone in there with an open mind and just completely made up her own mind. She should not have allowed herself to be swayed by Kyle and I don't like she I just I don't know. She went in there like a fucking peacock. It's it's a sign of weakness. It's a, on the ta- yeah, the heck. It's a sign of weakness. Ta- it's a sign right. of a weak personality that you take on board everybody else's opinion about yeah. somebody before you meet them and you treat them as if that that's how you've got along with them all along. And rather than forming felt, your own opinion. I also felt like it wasn't her. She wasn't very comfortable. I mean, she kept swinging out at her like this, like she was she's not comfortable. Being that cocky, mouthy, I'm going to put you in your place. Like, that's not the Toomey we know anyway. And I don't think she's quite comfortable being a bitch. But I might eat me words now in a couple of weeks. Look, people change. It's it's two years since we've seen Toomey. Um, Three years since that show was actually recorded. So technically speaking, we're talking, we're talking, this is a Toomey three years on, who... If I'm not wrong, Toomey's in her 20s. Am I right? Would we agree? Yeah. And you do change a lot as your 20s go on. So three oh, years is quite a bit of time. Do you reckon? Yeah. Black don't crack. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, okay. Like, I mean, that that that's fair. That's fair. It doesn't. Um, Get on to well, Google there. That's exactly what I'm doing. I'm I'm trying to be discreet about looking it up and try and find what age she is. Don't we know for our listeners not knowing that we need help sometimes. Hear me below deck age. <laughs> ah, boom, 28. I was spot on. Jesus, maybe black does ah, crack. Yeah. She's a bit old for acting like that. So she was 28 when we first saw her, let's say three years ago, she was 25. That's that is a jumping person. That can be, it can well, be listen- a change. If we have a year like last year where it was like Kyle and Natasha versus Natalia and then this year we have a Kyle and Toomey versus Natalia, I mean, who's the problem? Is Kyle the problem? Well, Kyle is the problem. Is Natalia the problem? Kyle is the problem. I said this last year. Kyle is the issue. This to me is, this is is the Kyle problem. I don't want to speak too badly of him because one, we haven't seen him this season yet. And two, as we saw on socials, the man's in hospital. He's sick. But judging him solely off his last season, he is an absolute fucking bitch. Like, bitch. He is a bitch. I've never, oh, I'm telling you, like, never met anyone as bitchy, two faced, and. Up his own arse. Like he him. even clapped back at us with some snappy bitchy shit at one point. Uh, when we when we just like mentioned cast members and probably tagged him in something and he clapped at us a little bit bitchy. Yeah. A couple of months really, back. We didn't really understand what he was clapping back at. No, we just kind of ignored him because we we just kind of felt, okay, look, if you're just gonna be a bitch, whatever. And we just moved yeah. on. Because we, we don't, we, we don't get embroiled in 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 rows the same way we didn't get too yeah. honed in with Phil 
when Phil I decided to... I think it was just an excited, a post about being excited to see Natalia again or something, and he chimed in with a laugh my ass off or something. Yeah, and I was it like, was, it I was... think I wrote back. I did. I wrote back on what's funny. Yeah. He never... yeah. It was snark. <laughs> it was more snark than anything else. Yeah. And it was just, it was uncalled for. It was just, it was beneath them. You know, like just get over it. If you've nothing to say, just shut the fuck up. Like nobody. Cares. I just don't. I don't think drama is beneath him. No, no. I, I think he, he like strives on drama. I think he loves fucking drama. Like he is literally a drama queen. Literally, yeah. like I mean, he embodies the word. Well, look, we'll see how he gets on. But with that conversation alone between Toomey and Natalia, I was just sitting there going, "What?" the fuck yeah my first words were I do not like this to me this is not no. the to me that I that I watched on Below Deck down under season one that I liked that just got on with the job was really good and who everybody thought was probably could be a really good chief stew um, worked really well with Aisha the whole lot now we're seeing this straight on the boat going um the organization. Now, hang on a second. Can I just say something here? When somebody says to you, the organization is a shit show. Like if I walked into your house and said to you, the organization of your house is a shit show. I would take a personal 100%. Because you organize your house. It's the, mm. she meant, she should have said the layout. The layout. Yeah. The layout of the house, the layout of this boat is a shit show. Does that, but there's a huge was, difference. What she should have said was, I appreciate you holding the fort while I'm gone. Please don't take it personal when I kind of do a bit of reorganizing. I just like things how I like things. And, you know, we can all work together and be a t- That's what she should have fucking said. Exactly. But instead, she went in there, like, pissing up against the wall. You know, she came pissing in off hot. the she Yeah, marking our territory and just really... Really rude. She was rude. She was rude. Yeah, because even when Natalia complimented the chef, she was like, oh, well, it's just a first charter. Yeah. Yeah. Like, she's te- she's giving you the information that you need. She's giving you the information that she has the benefit of, of one charter's experience with these people. And that's more experience than you have with these people. So, but- like, take the win. Take the fucking, like, you didn't have to set up the boat. You know, you can reorganize a few bits, but reorganizing a few small bits is way easier than having to actually set up the boat for the first charter. Yeah. Look, I just think it's hard to know where this is. Like, we have nothing. We have no information about this season. None at all. Nothing is leaked. Nothing's out there. So we don't know what's going to happen. But just from watching previous seasons, Sandy's not stupid. She sees things and she's not easy, easily manipulated she really isn't you know that kind of way you see other like captains that had their little favorites and they torn the blind eye i don't think sandy's like that she doesn't have favorites she doesn't have an allegiance to anyone she will just wants the job done she wants it done right so it's either going to go one or two ways it's either going to be an absolute fucking shit show interior wise where sandy just has to just keep on at them on at them on at them Maybe somebody gets fired. Maybe someone doesn't. But we do know that season nine was filmed and not one of them are fucking in it. Yeah. 
Well, my concern, and uh, and I think it's a huge red flag for the season as a whole, and I think you just hit the nail on the head. There's been very little leaked, and I think there's been very little leaked because I think very little happens. I think this is... I, I'm gone on record now. I think this is going to be a boring-ass season. Yeah. I don't yeah. think there's going to be much in the way of drama. I think we might get a few crew hookups. I don't think there's going to be anything crazy i don't think anyone's getting fired i don't think anything much at all i don't expect any huge episodes where we come on and say oh my god we've got so much to talk about yeah unfortunately which is unfortunate yeah because we like the drama like i mean we do like like the the drama drama. we don't without the drama there's no podcast yeah but the only saving grace for us is Winterhouse starts up in two weeks' time. So by the time yeah, Ronnie finishes, good. we got Winterhouse, which will have plenty of drama. And if Blow Deck Med sucks, help, we'll just talk about all the riding that's going on in Winterhouse. Um, I'm actually really looking forward to seeing Alex on Winterhouse. I've missed Alex. Miss Alex on my telly. Yeah. I like Alex. Not to look at, but just because he's uh, He's still a lovely man, is <laughs> yeah, I think he's a great addition to Bravo. Yes, so, I think yeah, a hundred percent. I think he's, I hope we see him again on a below deck as well as like Winterhouse. Listen, you could have him everywhere. That guy could do anything. Yeah, I like him. So, not really much <laughs> else from below deck. I, I don't really have a whole pile to say. There's a few girls are crushing on Luca. Somebody showed their ditties. Yeah, can we just have a little tiny conversation about the eggs? Because we do have listeners from the States, the UK, Ireland, and a couple of other countries. But like, the fucking eggs. What's the story with these over easy medium? No, whoa, yeah. No. What's Let's the medium bit? I mean, I've been there's to two the types of fucking... I know that there's sunny side up and over easy. And, you know, then there's fried fucking scrambled poached or whatever. What's this medium shit? Is that just a soft, a dippy egg? No, no they didn't want it dippy. No. They wanted it. They want, that's the bit. You see, this is the thing, right? Here's the This is this is Americans making up shit. Why didn't he ask for a fucking boiled egg if he wanted a medium? He wanted it a little bit dippy. You know when you just you know when you want a dippy egg and you just get it low, let it go just that little bit too far, and you only get a little bit of dip out. No, of it? I don't. And do you know why I don't? Because if I want that kind of egg, I'll buy a fucking egg. Yeah. And fried egg is meant to be dippy. dippy. Yeah. You're meant to shove yeah. your toast in that shit and mop it up. Listen, there's two types of egg. There's two types of egg. And let's use the American terms because it's the easiest terms for those eggs. But nobody else in the world uses them, by the way. Nobody else yeah. in the world. Every Jack is right. Everybody else just has soft or uh, soft or hard. It's, like, it's either runny or fucking hard. There's nothing in else. my house. In my house, if I do like fried egg, it's like I don't like the gooey bit on top, so I'll splash the oil You're over top easy, of the oak. which is over easy. No, because over easy is actually picking the egg up. I'm flipping it over. Yeah, but I'm that's... frying it on the other side. Yeah, but yeah, my mother used to do that. But every time I've tried it in my whole life, I've always cracked the egg. So fuck that shit. Fla- splash a bit of fucking... Here, here, listen, don't even splash that over. Just put a lid on the pan and you get the same results. Yeah. I, I like. I don't, I don't get the whole medium fucking sunny side up. I don't know. 
Well, here's Friday. the thing. Here's the thing about the medium thing. Eggs do not cook for long enough to have so many different varieties. No. It's not, it's not a steak where there's a big difference between cooking it for five minutes, seven minutes, eight minutes. You cook an egg for approximately four minutes total, not even. How can you break that time frame down into four different types of egg? No, get back. Listen, fuck off. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I'm God. sorry. And I don't wish to offend our American listeners. But when it comes to eggs, y'all don't know jack shit. You know, you really yeah. don't. I like going into Denny's when I'm in America for my breakfast and I ask for over easy purely because I don't like the gooey on top. Yeah. Whereas everybody else is like sunny side up. I can't have that gooey. No, I, can't. No, I get the over easy. No, I get yeah. over easy too. I, I don't like because they sometimes you get it Absolutely. and the fucking membrane around the egg isn't even cooked <laughs> properly. No. And it's like, <laughs> no, yeah. 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 No. Whereas, you see, if you're in a greasy spoon over here, you know they'd be cooking that shit in oil in a pan and they'd flick a bit of oil over and that shit wouldn't happen. So we know we would be no good. You don't way, even need to ask. There's no other way to eat a fucking egg, right? I've tried them all. I've done the fucking Weight Watchers, the Slim Award, the Peter K diet, you name it, I've done it, right? The only way to cook a fried egg is in fucking oil. Don't do that half fucking... What is it? What's it? A froachy egg, a froached egg, where you put it in the frying pan with a bit of water and the lid on it, and you steam it. And no, fuck it. Just use oil. Use fry oil. Like, no, you wreck your fucking pan doing that. How do you wreck your pan? And again, you have to do the whole like flipping it over or putting the lid on it. Just put the lid on just it. Use, just use oil. It's nice. No. Life is short. Enjoy the fucking It'll egg. be a hell of a lot fucking shorter if you keep frying your eggs in oil. Well, life is short. Enjoy the fucking egg. Smother it in salt. Mop it up with a bit of toast. Delicious. I actually don't like eggs done in oil anymore. They're too greasy. <laughs> <laughs> Just for the listener, that is not some new sound effect that we've added to the podcast. That was actually Donna Marie's straight up reaction. <laughs> Fuck that. Just enjoy the egg. Life is so short. Enjoy the egg. I don't want to be lying in my deathbed going, I wish I had more fucking proper fried eggs. Just have the egg. There you go, listener. Just have the egg. Don't mind your health. Don't mind your arteries. Just drip, fucking drown that shit in grease and fry, yes. the, fry the arse out of it. Let's do it. Right. Can we move on? Because I have some shit to say in terms of New York. Rony. Rony. 100%. I have a lot to say here. So let's go. It's a busy episode, wasn't it? It was a busy episode. It was very chaotic. Yeah. There was a lot going on. It was hard to concentrate on anything other than the fact that Sai is an absolute mean girl bully bitch. Oh, she is fucking... She is Regina George. 100%. I mean, look, don't get me wrong. Jessel was like digging a hole. I was like, Jessel, just shut the fuck up. Just stop now, stop now. Stop. Because she's wasting her time. Yeah. I don't yeah. think Jessel has that where she's like, I'm just going to stop now because I'm never going to get through to this person. She doesn't like me. Fuck her. Yeah. And I think that's what Jessel needs to do. She needs to stop caring about what side thinks of her or what Aaron thinks of her. Like, as soon as somebody said to me, we could have done this over the phone, I'd have been out there. Yeah. I, I, or I'd have started digging and say, look, 
you obviously don't like me now. Why are we? Why are we even spending time together? But what I, I wouldn't under- be invited her to lunch. Yeah, what I don't understand is like with some people, you just don't have that where you tell them your life story and try to get them know to know them that way. You just don't bother. And Sai is the type where you just don't bother. Because I no matter help. what you say, it just I won't be. I can't help but wonder if Sai and Aaron have pushed and pushed and pushed and pushed, pushed at Jessel all season long because they knew that she doesn't have the same background as them. Well, hang on. They hang on. Aaron doesn't have the same background as Sai either. Aaron she, was born with a silver spoon in her mouth. She comes yeah, from one. I feel like they just push at her because they want her to be this character that nobody has any kind of sympathy for, nobody likes. They want us to judge her. Whereas all they have done is push us, every single viewer, to be a massive Jessel fan. They want they wanted Jessel to be a British princess who was born, went to fucking public school, which for our American listeners, if you go to public school in America or in in the UK, that's the the term used for the really expensive fee-paying schools like Eton and those kind of places. So the the terminology. So when, when people say they went to public school in the UK, that means expensive shit. But that's what they were getting at. That's what they wanted from Jessel. They wanted her to be that person. They wanted her family to be um, multimillionaires. They, she moved to the States to another rich family member. That's not the fucking story. That no. is not her. Like, I, I know I've made jokes about the whole, like, Kenya thing before. But, like, her story is not one <laughs> of uh, a rich background. If anything, it's probably working class borderline middle class do you know probably something more along the lines of us just people who worked hard over the years and got there yeah she grew up working class middle class with loving parents why the fuck is she being judged for that exactly exactly because they're just jealous like i mean to turn around when somebody says I like, I mean, I know this was like last week or whatever, you know, oh, at one stage I only had like $20 in my, in my bank account. And somebody asked, well, at one stage I was like minus 420. Well, do you know what? Bully for fucking you. That's great. So, so you had, you had no money and you over fucking spent. So am I right to say that, right, side story, she had a difficult childhood. She had a pot to piss But in. she doesn't like to talk and- about it. Yeah, then she started walking in bars and then she became an influencer. So between her walking in bars, she met a rich husband and... Who already had another wife, by the way. Who had a wife. So Let's get it right. Let's get it right. Let's get this out here for anyone that hasn't seen it. Let's put this bitch on blast right now. Because she's in here fucking smack talking every week about people not being straight. She met that fucking mutton head that she's married to while she was working in his bar, fucking waggling her bleeding ditties at him. She fucking yanked him out of a marriage. And now she is where she is. So, bitch, you better sit your ass down. Okay. So unless you're living under a rock, you will know that Sai, it's been put out there that Sai was walking in her husband's bar 
and met him. He was married and she got pregnant by him. And now she's married to him with children. But she didn't work hard for that money. Do you no. know what I mean? No. Like she's making out like. That she's dragging she herself up from nothing. Like, yeah. I mean, I'm not I'm not one to disparage women who make them who make something of themselves, but she's not one of those women. No, like Bryn, you know, had nothing and walked her ass off to get to where she is. Jenna Lyons had nothing and walked her ass off. And uh, fair play to them. And fair play to Sai. But Sai seems to be portraying herself as someone who did the same. When in actual fact, no, you were working in the bars and you married a rich man. And she could afford to be an influencer because her husband had money. Now, hats off to the girl. She has built a business. She has built a brand. Nobody, nobody can take that away from her. The body of work she has done with her brand is incredible. And she's built yeah. that into something. However, yeah. well, she, she had the financial security behind her. Yeah. If that went on its arse, she wasn't broke because Hubby had money. She had help from yes. husband. So what is the difference between her having her help from her husband and Jessel having help from family? Zero. 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 And can I just clarify for just in case people are saying, you know, going to complain that I was giving out about Sai and the whole, you know, stealing the husband thing. I really don't care. I don't have an issue with it. If two people meet and they get together, I do not have one issue with it. The issue I have is she's gone around telling everyone that they're not being fucking honest. They're not being straight. They're feeding out lies. We're almost halfway. The season's almost done, and this is the first we've heard of this shit. This and is she, not out there. So the only reason this has come out is because she literally spent the end of the last episode, and you can see in the clip for the next episode where she very much wants the narrative to be that Jessel's husband goes to Vietnam so he can sleep with him. Yeah, yeah. that's what she's putting yeah. out there. Yeah. So this, this, this fucking this uh, backlash against Sai over it is literally because this is the because of the shit she's putting out there. That if she if she wants to act like she's holier than thou and got all this shit going on, mm, skeletons, girls, skeletons. Yes, can't do that. Don't throw stones in glass houses. No. And look, do we all think do we all not think it's weird that Prabet is going off to Vietnam? 100 percent I think it's like the weirdest thing ever. I also think that he is not in love with his wife. I've been convinced of it since I first saw them together. And I am even more convinced now. I don't necessarily think he's going off to sleep with other people. But like, you know. He's odd. Yeah, yeah he's a little He's a little bit odd. He is strange. Bit. He is strange. They seem to be like two best friends. Like, Which is how they started. More so than yeah. Us. Yeah. They started as best friends. They were sharing an apartment. And I'm not sure that from his perspective, it rose to the level of we should be getting married. He seems to just go along. But you know what? He did. He went along. And now they have two children together. And they have a marriage. And they're making it work. And nobody's marriage is perfect. And at the end of the day, I mean... I'm sure there are hundreds of thousands of people out there who have a marriage of convenience, if you like. Yeah, look, 
Do you know what I kind of, like a lot of old people will just stay together for the sake of company, I suppose. Look, the only people that can afford to break up marriages are people who either have no assets, so it doesn't matter, or people who have money who can afford to separate. Yeah. Because most people can't. Most people don't have, most people are not financially in the position to separate because they got one home that's mortgaged up to the hilt and neither party can afford to pay for a second home. That's kind of geek. What happened to the good old days where people were just got married because they loved each other? But people still do get married because they love each other. They just, they just fall. But here's the thing. Here's what, here's how I think about it. I think pe- some people did get married and stayed together for their whole lives and remained in love. I think more people got married, were in love, possibly fell out of love, but didn't go into a toxic situation where they hated the other person so that they could live with the person. It just wasn't what it was all the way through. Yeah. From the start. So while they weren't not in love with the person, they just weren't in love, love with them anymore. And they just stayed because, you know, they were still friends with them and it was better for the kids and financially. And like, you know, it's just the easiest thing to do. I think that's a story that if you dug, you'd find is quite common. This is where I like, you know, I kind of feel blessed. Like, I don't say nice things too much about Ken because I can't let him hear me say nice things because I get a bit upset. <laughs> but, like, I'm blessed. I love him. I got a good one. But anyway, move on. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, look, I don't know. I did not, like, I did not, do not, I will never, like, the way she sat there implying that Jess's husband was going on an airplane to get banged by some Vietnamese girl. I, I'm never going to no. be okay with that. That no. is below the belt, fucked up. You have literally, she will. Next week, people will dislike her even more than they did after this episode. I have to say, I do love when he turns around and he says, what, that size bipolar? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like him. You see, he could be like, uh, do you watch OC? No. Real Housewives OC. Emily and her husband, Shane. I absolutely love Shane. He just gives zero fucks. He gives zero fucks about fame. He gives zero fucks about the cameras. And he just shows up to these events because he has to for Emily. And then he just says what he wants when he's there. He just doesn't care. I fucking love him. I think... Pavet is a bit like that. I think we'll love him. I, I think as a character, he's quite good. Like, as a personality, yeah. he's quite good. Like, when yeah. I talk about him not being in love, I don't think he's in love with his wife. That's not a knock on the chap. That's but just how what? I call it. That's just how you're I'm viewing it. You're saying that. Whereas when I watched that whole scene where she was trying the lingerie and things like that, and his awkwardness was like, you know, spitting out of the TV you couldn't help but notice it but I didn't think to myself oh he doesn't love her I just kind of thought to myself that their culture is very different they don't do things like that in their culture they're very very private and affection and things like that is for behind closed doors that's what I took from that yeah but they haven't been doing like I mean he he, like I don't know he seemed to imply that in the in a in the breakout clip that you know, it was more to do with whore that they hadn't been having sex. But listen, do you know what? 
he needs to just suck that shit up. It's not easy to have kids. We all go through that. Like, does she spat two children out her fanny after going through all the end <laughs> for God knows how long? She's allowed to lose her sex drive for a while. It happens to the majority of women. Having kids is hard. That first two years after giving birth to a child, oh, they are testing times. Testing times. I'm sure a lot of our a lot of our listeners would agree. Now, can we move on to that? Can we move on to the even bigger, bigger, which I think is an even bigger story this week? Can we talk about the meal? Can we talk about the couple's meal? Oh, yeah. Fucking Aaron. Like, seriously. Babe. Right. He forgot to brush his hair. Oh, my God. I have never wanted to shave a man's head so much. Dude, just do something with the hair. It's You're gone bald. Embrace it. Embrace it, kid. You know, this, this weaving things around. Preppy New York look. Yeah, but this weaving curly bits around to like make out that you're not gone bald when the entire world can see that you're bald as fuck. Like, just get over it, dude. Embrace it. If she loves you, she'll stay there. Um, It's one thing coming out and telling another couple that, you know, that at some point in your life, you might enjoy swinging or having a threesome and opening up in that way. It's another to stop and have almost a full-blown argument about the thing in front of another couple <laughs> that you've just laid this shit on. Like, what's that about? I don't know. Sometimes I do think conversations like that are, you know, put there on purpose. Do you think Aaron just made that, that up? Yeah, I felt that whole conversation was just put there on purpose. And then it went wrong. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It went wrong. So I'm like, why, why is Erin obsessed with having sex with gay men? Like, why can't she? Why, if she's not getting it from Abe, does she want to go down the route of having sex with a guy who's probably not attracted to her? There's no way Erin would be a swinger. It's just no, no. That, chance, that whole she's, conversation was bullshit. She's too prim and proper. Like yeah. everything has to be in its right place. She couldn't handle. She couldn't handle Bryn making a joke about a divorce. How is she gonna manage Abe getting his fucking you know with someone hanging off the end of it? In exactly. Front of her? Exactly. That's why I think the whole thing was a fake conversation, staged, made up. None of it was real. So I really didn't delve into it too much to just kind of let it go off my head well like why 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 go there because it is pretty unbelievable from them as characters and that's fine because like people you can't judge a book by its cover but but think Bray or Aaron and Sai have a group chat in the background where they discuss strategic ways to you know solidify themselves into future seasons I honestly believe that two of them they sit there and they plan and they think and I mean Sai's an influencer do you know what I mean she is 110% planning they're slagging off Jessel for having a fucking a note in her phone about pulling people up on shit you can be guaranteed they have chapters on how to be like they've read reality star for dummies books and shit. But like even the whole, even the whole side bringing her kid out for like ice yeah, cream. Yeah, fake, 
fake. You haven't asked me about my weekend. Well, what are you going to tell her? What exactly are you going to tell your fucking whatever the child is eight? Yeah. What are you going to tell your eight or nine year old about the week, the five days away you had in Anguilla? Yeah. That, we all pissed. That. We all fought. Yeah. Like Uber was pulling glasses off air in space. You know, Bryn was licking Jenna's finger. Oh, yeah, that's that's a good one. <laughs> your eight-year-old does not give a fuck about how your weekend away went. She just cares that you're home and that you're back cooking the dinner. Like, that's all they care about. And to be fair, the child kind of dropped her in it because the child said, oh, well, yesterday I still yeah. thought you were away. <laughs> Which I thought was really I good. I know, is that. I was like, gosh, I've been home for about four days. This is the first time seeing the judge. Yeah, and the child just, whoop, boom, <laughs> dropped you in the pot there, so she just glossed over it. Yeah, I don't know. I just think that them two are just, we're not, not, necessarily, not that we're not getting, like, we are 110% getting the real side of side, the bitchy side. But I just don't think we're getting the real Erin. I just don't think this is who she really is. I think she shows you snippets and those snippets are usually when she's fucking bitching and moaning. Yeah. And yeah. she's acting like a princess. I mean, there's talk about Jessie being a princess. I think Brins are, Erin is a fucking princess. And always with Erin, like when they were sitting around doing that meditation thing, they all said, oh, they wanted to improve stuff. And she always has to bring stuff to being back to like, she wants to do this for our kids. Like, it's okay to want to be a bit normal because you just want to be a bit normal. Well, maybe she doesn't want to be embarrassed by her kids on a flight anymore. It's like, that's major embarrassment. I was to say that. She's probably making up for the fact that her most embarrassing moment was her child crying on a fucking plane. Jesus Christ. But, like, she was there. She was there at the meditation when Jessel turned around and says, Private is going to Vietnam. And then we see a clip of Sai and fucking Aaron bitching. And so I go, oh, did you know he was going to Vietnam? And Aaron was going like, no, you were in the room. You were there when he said, when she said it. It was like when she was talking about them going away for their night away and things like that. They were talking about her getting sex and like Aaron slips in with a little, you know, snarky comment. Oh, well, and we need video to prove as proof that it happened. Yeah. Well, like, bitch. Yeah. What a bitch. Yeah, what and a... then even Sai, when they're at the, in the little clip at the end, going, oh, well, sure, it didn't even happen because she has no details. Why would she tell you where her husband's fucking Mickey went? Yeah, what's she going to do? Like, what, what details right. do you want? You don't want to be at the lunch. How are you going to get details? Yeah. Oh, yeah, he flipped me over, took me from behind and slapped <laughs> me arse and pulled me hair. Like, I mean, seriously. <laughs> like, what do you want? Or do you want it to be more like a Mills and Boone, you know, where he slid his, he, he, he fucking slid his tongue up my labia and then, you know, like, give me some food. What details do you want? He rolled me. Shut the fuck up. Jesus Christ. I don't know. Like, I mean, these people just baffle me. One minute they want details. Next minute they're not interested. Then they want video evidence. Yeah, listen, I just, I don't like, I said it at the very start that I was not sure how I was going to feel about Erin. And I still don't know how I feel about her. Sometimes I like her, sometimes I don't like her. So I can give or take her, you know, I think she can go either way. But I said at the very start that I did not like Sai and I did not think I was ever going to like her. And all she's done the whole season is prove me right. She is 110% 
vicious. She's just nasty. Mean girl. Don't like her. Not going to like her. And I'm so glad that the rest of the internet feels the same. Yeah. Like, I, I, I feel that in a season or two, we're going to be looking at Sai um, being the really toxic member of the cast where they can't get anything done. Everything's a shit show because Sai is so toxic. 100%. Yeah. 100%. And then I, it's like all this stuff that came out now yesterday about Sai and how she got a husband and all that. I don't think anybody else in that group is baldy enough to bring it up except Sai. Do you know that kind of way? None of I them don't know. I don't know. I could, I could see Jessel slinging a little mud. I could see Jessel throwing a little, throwing a little I left so. hook. I hope so. Or maybe Uber might if she snapped. Maybe. No. Maybe. Uber yeah. Uber might have it, it in her now if if she if she had a little snap, she might throw it in her face. But I don't know. We'll have to wait for season two for that one. We will. We will. Can I just say, right, let's let's move off, Ryan. And before we, let's, you know, talking through our last few bits, is anyone else sick of the Kyle and Maurizio fucking saga? Yeah. I'm this so on, off, separated, not separated. Yeah. What is going on? Well, apparently so over it's, now, it's, now going like, it's going to be like Vanderpump Rules, where we have to now sit through a whole fucking season of them denying anything wrong with their marriage and making an absolute fucking liar out of everybody and just fake, 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 fake. And then obviously they picked up cameras at the end where they'll have to admit that, yeah, actually there was. And But I'm just not looking forward to Beverly Hills because of that, because I know that I'm going to sit there and watch Mauricio, Kyle, and I'm sure Doritos will be on her side, lie through their teeth for a whole season, you know, and I fucking hate that. That's when I'm like, this is not real. They're fake. Yeah, it's back the 25th of October. Oh, is it? I yeah. heard it was back the 4th of November with um, Potomac. Sutton was on no, a podcast and said that it was back the 25th of October and a preview should be coming out in the next week or so. Well, all I know is in the month of November, there's like six housewife shows on at like the same time, along yeah. with Below Deck Med and Winter House. So yeah. if you're a Bravo fan, November is no better time. You're sitting in, the weather is shit, you ain't going anywhere, and you have got a ton of yeah. housewives and all the drama for you to absolutely lap up. And if you want to hear a little something about those, keep tuning into our podcast because, you know, we're going to cover as much as we can. And even if we don't watch the show, we'll definitely we'll definitely cover the tea surrounding it. Yeah, 100%. So that's, I think that's it for this week. There's been nothing really much else happening in Bravo World this week. No. No, it's all been kind of... The reunion looks came out for New York, so we posted them, but nothing else. Yeah. I did see a casting note. Anyone else see that? No. For Real Housewives of New York. Looking uh, casting for next season. Oh. Reckon somebody's on the way out. My money's on Janet. 
I know. I'd say they just bring an extra one in. Maybe as a they usually do that. They bring a couple in and they decide them whether or not they're going to be full time or they're going to be friends of. Whether they're getting well, they their should be or picking not. up filming soon because like when the season started, it was the run up to Halloween, so they should be true. Yeah, it was the end of, end of the summer, end of the summer coming into October. Well, yeah, it would have been September when they actually started filming, and then they had to cut all that shit out. So, um, yeah, yeah, it's like I mean, you would imagine there will be they'll go from the reunion more or less kind of straight into filming the next. Uh, the next season we'll know anyway the socials their socials usually change up a little when they're uh when they're filming yeah like they'll probably start filming just straight after bravo con or maybe start before but yeah. i mean if that happens in bravo con that'll spill into yeah well it will there will 100 percent be crossover no yeah. question about it i would imagine brin brin would be the best one to focus on to watch her social change um, and to kind of get a sense that they're filming because she's probably the most active on social. Yeah, that's true. So it's true. Although, yeah, I, Asai apart is not from Asai, apart from, she's not overly active on social media for an influencer. Like, I just ignore her shit anyway. So no, I, and they I all just don't the, care about it. They all have them broadcast channels. That's the new thing. Yeah. I used to say, well, I used to sign up to that shit. I'm sick of getting invites. Yeah. So, no. Right. We leave it there. Maeve. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Like, follow, and share. Yeah. And drop us a review if you like what you hear. And we will see you all next week. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.